Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Brothers Win Podcast. I'm Matt, and I'm here with Ian again today. How are you doing, Ian? I'm good. How are you doing, Matt? Good. Uh, today, we're going to start off with a bit of a sports preamble, and then we're going to move on into a more general topic uh, for the actual topic that I'm, I'm going to be providing. And uh, so let's get right into the preamble. So uh, we tell people who don't like sports to skip to like five minutes into this podcast. Yeah, skip <laughs> like about seven minutes. five minutes in. We won't know exactly how long, but yeah, we will but, not be going yeah, for too long. I'd say about, I'd say go into like seven minutes and you'll be good. But yeah. if you want to listen to a little bit of NFL quarterback talk, we're going to go ahead with that because we're yes. interested in that. So anyway, go ahead, Matthew. As Ian said, we're going to talk about the quarterback situation, the free agency, the trades that have happened. Uh, potential trades, potential spots, landing spots for big people. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the biggest one is Deshaun Watson. Where is yeah, he going to go? Yeah, he's and if he's going to stay, even is kind yeah. of the big thing. Like he could, the Texans don't have to trade him. Is the thing. Yeah. And if I'm a, like the Texans owner, I, do I really want to trade one of the top, probably no. two quarterbacks in the league? Probably three. I'd put him top three, but still. Yeah. And then probably take a dead cap hit. I don't know if that's how that would work, but. It probably be it wouldn't be in the best interest of the Texans, but he if he's sitting out, then, I mean, you have to trade him then, right? If he's yeah. gonna sit out for, well, he sit out for five years. It's kind of a, You're, who will blink first? Yeah, the thing is, it's like the team is already, in, the shithole. Like there's They're no bad bringing it yeah. back. The mm-hmm. second best player is Laramie Tunzel on the team now. And yeah, like, and that's not a position not, that. that is really needed when you don't have a quarterback. Like, yeah, you don't need to protect your your quarterback yeah. when you don't have a good quarterback to protect. Taylor Heineke behind him, like <laughs> you think, oh, dude, he Heineke got signed, on the, the Texans. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so he he's part of the trade package to the football team. Yeah, but um, in this world, let's imagine he's getting traded. Where yes. do you think slash want him to go to? I want him to go to Miami because I think yeah. Miami is a huge Super Bowl contender next year if they figure out their quarterback situation. I think Miami makes a lot of sense. I think they are probably the second most likely team, considering they have the third overall pick. I think the Jets are probably the most likely team. Yeah. If they're willing to trade them within the AFC, both of those aren't in their, their division, but still within the conference. So yeah. that's the only thing. Uh, I think I'd love to see him on the Panthers. I think that offense would be insane. It'd be him at quarterback, and then you have three McCaffrey. great receivers. In, yeah, McCaffrey, a good running back. You have Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore, Curtis Samuel. Yeah. No, that would be a powerhouse uh, offense. Their defense would still need work because they're young, but they got some young yeah. talent there with, like, Jeremy Chin. And that new, just the, is that the new safety that they have? Yeah, he's great. I love okay. him. He Yeah. Uh, but I think the Panthers would be a lot of fun. I think they could compete for a Super Bowl probably the year after they get him. So Yeah. Any yeah, team 100%. is in the talk for it, I think, as soon as they yeah. get him. <laughs> I think they will be better off. They will have to spend yeah. a lot to get him, but... Yeah, and that's the one thing with the Panthers. I'm not sure if they can afford. I mean, they probably have what like the ninth pick, I think. But yeah, that's gonna but be tough. Honestly, the Texans need anything. Like they mm. have no draft picks in the first round, yeah, or the beginning of the second round. I think. I think they have because yeah, the Dolphins right. also have their second round, like their first. Yeah, so they. I mean, they it's really true. need to rebuild. Yeah, uh, and they and also they got JJ Watt. I mean, <laughs> they just let everyone go, and they can't replace them unless they go through free agents and veterans like stuff like yeah. that like yeah it's it's a tough situation there and but they kind of did it to themselves if i'm being honest so yeah. i don't feel that but i feel bad for the fans mostly yeah but Sucks. i think a lot of it i think a lot of it's starting to come in place with the quarterback situation like i mean carson wentz just got traded to indy which i think is the only place in the nfl where his career could be revived even yeah. the slightest 
because Frank Reich is the coach there who used to work with him on yes. the Eagles when yeah, he was yeah, yeah. in MVP contention. And Stafford Matthew, went yeah. to the Rams and Goff to the Lions, yeah. vice versa. That was a cool I, trade. I like the switch idea where they just switched yeah. quarterbacks. I think the Lions did really well overall. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know Goff is – I mean, he got his team to a, a Super Bowl, which, I mean, it wasn't really him. It was that defense. Yeah. And McVay is coaching. But I, think, I, think, I think Goff is really bad. But, like, I think he I can think, be good. I think yes, last I, the, season he was god awful, and he somehow mm. made the playoffs and won a game. I think like, he's got like a Kirk Cousins ceiling. Like I mean, Kirk yeah, but Cousins, I think Kirk Cousins build a team is around better. him. If I had to rank him, that's why I said ceiling. Kirk, like I don't yeah. think. Yeah, oh, okay, I, yeah, I, okay. I like Kirk Cousins. Yeah, I see. Um, but I think, I think the Lions aren't really in contention, and they get two first round picks and I think a third round pick, and mm. they, I think it's a good deal for him. You know? Yeah, and I think it's good for the the Rams too. They don't have a pick. Especially with how young Jared Goff is, it's like yeah. Comparatively, you're losing a uh, an older quarterback that still has a few years, maybe, maybe, mm. um, yeah. and you're getting a young quarterback that has potential. Still, I think Stafford's only like 32. Like, if I'm being honest, oh, I like, thought he was a little older, like 35, 35. He might be. Mm, he got he's he's younger, but I don't think he's gonna play too much longer. Yeah, if I had to fair. look forward, I don't think he's gonna play much longer. Yeah, I mean, we see um, Brady out here doing it at 43, but I don't think Stafford's got that. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, the say. last one I wanted to talk about was Daniel Jones. I was interested because nobody really <laughs> talks about that one. What do they do? Yeah. What do they do with Daniel Jones? Keep him, I guess. Yeah, that's what people – they're like, keep him. And I'm like, why? Why would you ever – like – I mean, he's not – I mean, they could do be- – yeah, They sorry. could do better. They could do a lot better. Yes. But they're not in a position to do better right now. I mean, unless they could put together a draft package that includes him to the Texans and get Deshaun <laughs> Watson, but I really don't see that happening. I think you keep him and ride with him and hope he gets better with Saquon. And, I mean, they have a decent – like, their their wide receivers are great, like Darius Slayton. Um, yeah. Do they have Golden Tate? But they're going to have yeah. to put up against the, the Cowboys next season, which hopefully Dak is back. Is he going to be back? Was that, like, confirmed at all? Uh, he's not signed. They could franchise tag that him true. again because he was injured. And I like I like the idea of – I wanted to talk about Russell Wilson was my last quarterback uh, I wanted to okay, talk, let's, about. Let's talk about. I like the idea of them doing, like, a sign-and-trade with Dak and then – uh, Dak goes to the Seahawks and Russell Wilson goes to the Cowboys. Oh, then the Cowboys would be good because the Cowboys yeah. are there. The team is there. It's just I think I think the coaching is bad, and I think uh, Dak is like Dak was great in the first Dak's part a of the season. Top He's ten quarterback, insane. Yeah, but last season he was like average, maybe above mm-hmm. average. Like I wouldn't put him any higher. The se- the, you mean the last full season he played or this yeah. past one? Because he okay. Because I was gonna say the- this year he was throwing for like. He was on pace to throw oh, yeah. 5,000 yards. He was I great think, this season. So. He was like yeah. elite this season in the beginning. Yeah. No doubt. I felt really bad when he broke his ankle or leg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, it was a gross ankle. break. Yeah. What a um, high ankle sprain, whatever, or fracture, I guess. Yeah. But I think I think that would be cool. But with Daniel Jones, I really don't think the Giants are in a position to do anything with. I think they kind of got to eat their eat their soup. I don't know what's, what's eat sleep in the bed soup. they made. I think that's the saying. Eat their soup. No, sleep in the bed they made. Which they drafted him at sixth overall. That was a bad year for quarterbacks. Kyler Murray was the only good one drafted. Yeah. And he was but number I think, one. Can't do anything about that. And there was no other good ones drafted except for yeah. Gardner Meanshoe. <laughs> that's, yeah. That's like a late, that yeah. would be the Daniel same Jones situation. And, I mean, they're doing better than Dwayne situation. Haskins. Dwayne Haskins over in uh, uh, Pittsburgh now, I think, which is yeah. crazy. Weird. He's not doing well. I don't yeah. think he's starting. <laughs> well, ben, that's, a, that's all right. Let's make that the last. Ben Roethlisberger's yeah. last. We talk. Is he a Steeler next year or? Uh, what yeah. Do you think? You think so? Mm-hmm. I think they could cut him. He's going to make an emotional up. speech, and they're not going to do anything about it. Ben, ben Roethlisberger, I don't like him as a, a human being. No. Sorry, Ben. I don't if think you're he's listening. good anymore. He's not good. No, he looks bad. He came I mean, back from the injury, were... and he can't throw further than like twenty yards. 
to be fair, we're Ravens fans, so yeah. there might be a bit of bias. But he, d- he didn't look good. I mean, no. you saw that playoff game against the Browns. I think he just hit a big, big drop off, and it's unfortunate. Yeah. They played their easy games, and the, we the AFC North had the easiest schedules. The oh, yeah. easiest. We, we played we had to play the NFC East. Yeah, NFC and East. Then um, the, uh, the South, right? We uh, we played the East. We played the no, we didn't get to play the we played, we played the. the uh, the Texans the, and the Colts and the the South. Yeah, yeah, the South. yeah. We played Titans. Because we got to play the Texans again, which was an easy win, and the Jaguars. So yeah, we played Titans and lost. We we definitely all had easy schedules. That's why yeah. we all did really well. So next year, I don't think. I mean, we don't have a terrible schedule. Anyway, that's been about ten minutes on football. So do you want to yeah. go ahead and move on? Uh, yeah, let's move on to the actual topic of today's episode. Um, okay, perfect. So, this topic is more of a, a jumping off point like most of mine are. Uh, That's good. I like them. I have a lot of uh, a lot of examples from this. So yeah. let's start off. So the, the statement is that Aesop's fables didn't teach anybody anything. Okay. Ever. Okay. <laughs> At all. Yes. At all. So tell us a little about, a bit about Aesop's fables, Matthew. Yeah. Because so I need a refresher in, yeah, for sure. I did some research on this. Not too much, but a little bit into it. Enough. And there are hundreds of them. Really? And, yeah. I thought there were only, like, five. You um, did the tortoise and the hare, right? Yeah. Tortoise and the hare is the only one that people would know, really. Yeah. Okay. And then there's a couple of other ones. And I first wanted to start off with mentioning that every single name that I'm looking at on this list of over 100 stories mm-hmm. is in a categorized list, A to Z, right? Sure. Every one starts with the word, the. Not a single really? one starts with an actual word. There's like three, maybe. Hmm. <laughs> it's That's odd. The tortoise and the hare, the gnat and the bull. <laughs> oh gosh. The, yeah, it's literally just the blank and the blank. Like Aesop was yeah. not that Aesop creative. Aesop was it not seems. a title creator. He could not create a title. Did he? I guess he didn't do all well the stories then either, from your perspective then, huh? I think he wrote some interesting stories, but they were not. They didn't teach not anything. Teaching anybody anything. I think we took meaning from them. Where okay. he was like. I'm just writing stories stories about hares and tortoises racing wow. because I thought that would be funny. Animals doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So That's fair. The main point that I wanted to make, other than the, the crazy naming scheme that he has, is that um, they didn't teach you anything. And the first one is definitely the tortoise and the hare because everyone knows that one. And if you don't, the mm. story basically goes, there's a hare and a tortoise and they're at a race. They got to race each other. The hare goes so quick and the tortoise goes so slow. And the hare gets cocky As expected. and sleeps on the side of the road. And the tortoise walks his way, keeps walking, keeps walking, and wins the race because the hare overslept. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and then the moral of the story would be slow and steady wins the race. But yeah, if you think about always... that, that's not a good moral. That's not a good idea. Like, you can't just tell kids slow and steady wins the race because yeah. that's not – always the case mm-hmm. <laughs> not actually feel, most of the time it's not <laughs> i feel like that's really not what that story you even describing that story in that little bit my like now adult brain hearing that the more like actual thing i learned from that is that you shouldn't be arrogant because that yeah. bunny was arrogant yeah. he's like i can take a nap here why not just finish the race then take a nap you know yeah they photos too, focus too much on the tortoise there's yeah. too much tortoise not, talk too much tortoise talk we're not a tortoise talk podcast we're a hair we should talk be. podcast that's our second podcast coming out soon keep, <laughs> keep an ear out for that yeah so it, the the slow and steady wins the race just doesn't make sense it should be something along the lines of like 
don't be arrogant. Uh, don't count don't your chickens before they hatch. Yeah, don't. <laughs> but that's another animal, and Aesop really can yeah. only do the two animal thing. He's like, I can't do chickens, tortoises, and hares, so he's going <laughs> to cut up the chickens with hatching eggs and all that. Yeah, so and it, there's a lot of these. And I will say that my my blanket statement of that they didn't teach you anything doesn't really work because there's hundreds of them. Which meaning that there are some that actually have like some decent meaning yeah. to them. Or I mean, if you look at any piece yes. of media, I feel like you're going to learn something from it. Yeah, you know? there's some surface level thing that you could skim off the top and be like, that's what it meant. Don't be um, arrogant, yeah. Yeah, and they're just, some of them are just insane though. And people, mm-hmm. I'm looking at these articles and they write write them down like they're like the Bible, like they're God's <laughs> teachings. And they're like, yeah. you have to, they have images with like quotes and happy animals Oh, and gosh. then they and then they post on there and they have like, oh the the wolf and the crane don't expect don't always expect a reward, that's the moral of that one. I don't even know what that means, but I don't think that's the. I don't. I, and this, then this all sounds. The these image, sound like Facebook memes. Honestly, yeah, like Aesop was a Facebook meme before. For our, for our visual listeners, that's one of the <laughs> the memes that they put on there. The oh quote. Sorry, hold on. It's Let's just some wolf. Focus. Basically, it's like a, a, like a Facebook meme yeah. of a wolf, just a random wolf, not doing anything. <laughs> don't expect a reward when serving the wicked. Is that what it yeah. says? Yeah, yeah. Don't wow. expect a reward when serving the wicked. And it's a wolf. And it Is doesn't that, make I'm any guess, sense. I feel like you could guess all of these stories pretty much with the name of the story and what they think is the the moral because that that crane probably like needed a ride on the wolf's back and then the wolf ate it or something like that like similar Ooh, to the the scorpion and the frog that's a fun game you just thought of a yeah. fun game and that's the Ooh. new game show for the rest of the episode let's go is I now can't wait. i have a list of 12 aesop's fables i've read one that he knows and there mm. are 11 that he doesn't and i just read one title me he, he. I, i'm me he yes you're he <laughs> okay. yeah you're we're not talking about aesop okay, aesop was, was like, back in was 350 like, bc is that when he wrote these, actually? Yeah, they're old as shit. Oh. That's why I'm okay. saying, like, why are we taking meaning from this? Like, this dude yeah, just wrote it's fun a different stories. World. Uh, we're 2,500 years <laughs> in the future. He was just <laughs> looking at animals and like, yeah, we can figure yeah. it out. That's what self-help books are for. Oh, look, buzz a appearance. Visitor. Buzz, <laughs> we got a buzz appearance on the podcast. Buzz, for our go, go check it out at 15 listeners. minutes at, on the YouTube cha- <laughs> channel. Buzz has made an appearance. Oh, he's anyway. screaming. Um, oh. The, so, this one... We'll go over again. The wolf and the crane. You said that the crane needs a ride from the wolf. Something along those lines. Yeah. The crane needs help, and the wolf is evil, and he's mean, and the the wolf ends up eating him. Okay. See, it's the opposite. It's what? A wolf has a bone stuck in his throat. He hires a crane for a large sum of gold to put her head in his throat and remove the bone. When the crane removes the bone, she demands her reward. The wolf smiles and replies, surely you have been... And replies, surely you have been given enough reward by me not eating you okay that makes so sense. where do, where do wolf get gold from is my first question <laughs> yeah. how is he yeah i don't know that doesn't make sense to me where does where's a wolf getting gold does he have a day job oh excuse <laughs> he's me got a, a stash, day job don't worry is he but stealing gold e- even if he had gold to give it mm-hmm. doesn't make sense yeah. how is this a moral how is this a, a story that we would teach children and be like yeah you should expect this that's yeah, not the mo- the moral yeah. I'm getting from this is don't help people. Yeah, don't help anybody because they're not going to be nice to you afterwards. <laughs> yeah, it's like you should – the in real life, you should help people without expecting a reward. 
and so in this story it's basically like everyone is evil if you help someone they won't give you anything and you're lucky they don't hurt you yeah. don't help people yeah okay thanks for right. stop let's go to the next one uh yeah. so to clarify what the game show now is because we're starting a new one i'm going to read the title and and the moral of the story mm-hmm. so you have moral context quotes yeah, yeah. The idea of the story. What, what Aesop was trying to teach. And then you guess. All right? Okay. I like that. I'm down. This one is The Lion and the Mouse. That's the title. Moral. Okay. No act of kindness is ever wasted. Okay. Uh, play along at home, too. You can you can yeah. guess. But unless you're an Aesop Fables pro, which yeah. in that case, you're wasting your life, so I'm sorry. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't mean to insult you, but you should find a new hobby. Um, so The Lion and the Mouse and No Act of Kindness is Ever Wasted. Is that what basically that? Yes. Okay. So, similar situation. Uh, the lion has something wrong with it, and the mouse is like scared of the lion, but the lion's like, hey, I need help, little man. And he's like, all right, let me help you. And the mouse does, and then he rewards him. So, basically, the opposite of the story of the crane and the, the wolf. Am I correct? Hmm. Let me read the story because I don't know. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Here's the story okay. The lion is fast asleep until a mouse wakes him up. The lion opens his big jaw to swallow him, but the mouse begs the lion to think again, as he may become useful in the future. The lion laughs off the idea and lets him go. Sometime later, the lion is caught in a trap some by some hunters. At that moment, the same little mouse walks by and notices the lion trap. As he walks up and chews the rope to free the lion, the mouse smiles and says, Was I not right? So it's the opposite. It's... It's basically, yeah, the opposite. Exact opposite. So you're right. Pretty much because because this if I'm to live my life based on the crane and the wolf, I'm not helping this yeah. lion in the first place because he's like should my payment <laughs> enough be that I didn't eat you and then he gets trapped by hunters and then dies because the mouse doesn't want to help him. But in this story, Aesop's world has changed and he maybe something maybe something happened just, in his life. He's just covering all his bases, bro. He's just got to put every possible idea. I think Aesop was really an emotional writer and he was writing based on how he felt like maybe he had been broken up with or something in the first one and he's like no one will ever love you (laughs) he's literally one of the animals in every single fable yeah oh I I honestly so he was probably the mouse in this one yeah like he later helped someone out after they yeah I don't know Aesop is a weird dude (laughs) slow slow down Aesop wasn't thinking right take it easy man yeah that seems like the exact opposite I don't I don't trust Aesop on this one I'm going to skip this one because it's going to be hard to guess. Okay. Just from I mean, the title. Want... I'll, I'll, I'll still read it. Uh, it's called The North Wind and the Sun. Yeah, I couldn't guess that yeah. one. And then it's Kindness Wins People Over. So there's no way you're going to guess. No, it, it has sorry. to do with like a traveler, too. There's a traveler, but it doesn't say oh, he didn't. Aesop didn't tell me that. Yeah, so. Aesop didn't let us know that he was the traveler. He's like, or I got, he was I got five words. Blank and the blank. No. <laughs> yeah. Blank and the okay. blank. Okay. Now, this one is a little more complex because it adds... A, an animal. It's called oh the lion, the ass, and the fox. <laughs> ass being donkey, I imagine. Yeah, no, I, I hope so. <laughs> uh, Aesop was horny in this section. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so that is lion, the lion's ass and the fox. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if I should read right. this one. <laughs> PG-13. <laughs> PG-13. Um, the so moral, the, sorry, yeah. is no, learn ahead. from the failures of others. Okay. Is this, I feel like there's this... No, that's got to do with like a sheep crossing a river or something like that. I'm going to say they're crossing a river and one does it poorly and the other does it poorly. And then the the last one learns from the mistakes. That's a good and, guess. Yeah, and then he does it correctly and his friends I die. 
still, I haven't read through all of these because I didn't feel like reading the stories. I just want to read I don't blame you. So, let's read the story together. Or okay. it, this is a summary. This is not the story, to be clear. Yeah, God, this if is, you read the it entire... says story, but it's a it's a summary. Yeah, a lion. I'm reading the entire story. Good Lord, <laughs> yeah, I'm not reading them. Yeah, a lion, fox, and ass are all hunting together. They all gathered a huge amount of food and now had to decide how to divide it. The lion asked the ass to divide the food, so the ass chose to divide the portions equally. This made the lion, the king of beasts, angry, and with his paw, he killed the ass. Okay. <laughs> That doesn't make sense. The lion yeah. then asked the fox to divide the food. The fox wasted no time. He quickly gave a huge heap to the lion and only kept a small portion for himself. The lion asked the fox, who taught you to divide so fairly? The fox replies, I learned from the ass. That is one of the worst ones I've read today. That's really bad. Because also, that just teaches you to like to succumb to like pressure. Peer pressure. Yeah, yeah. that's the moral of that story. <laughs> what was the moral you said? Kind? No, that was the Learn from the, the failures of others. <laughs> That is, that is a decent moral with mm-hmm. the worst story behind it. I wish lions were more consistent in Aesop's universe because there's the <laughs> relatively nice one in the lion and the mouse, and this one is just a jerk. Yeah, real ass. I don't think donkeys eat asses. <laughs> I don't think they eat meat, by the way. I, I'm no mm, expert in that. I wouldn't think so. But I don't think they eat like meat. Have you ever seen a donkey go hunting before? They're not. They have teeth no. <laughs> made for chewing grass. So and I think how that's are, how are they hunting? And being friends, but the lion would snap on a whim like that and kill him for not giving him more food. Yeah, that doesn't make any that, sense, Aesop. So you could teach kids to, like, be fair or, like, not even – that's not what the story is about. You could teach kids to learn from their mistakes in other ways. Like, oh, like, a lion fell down and scraped his knee, so he learned not to go run the – I don't, I don't yeah, know. Something. You could make all the lion the – I could write likes. a story with that, like, in, like, five minutes probably. That's more – that's just gr- I guess this, Aesop's from 350 BC, so he doesn't really know. That's gruesome, and he's also not consistent in his animals. Like I wish yeah. all the animals you could like fit them in a puzzle. So it's like, oh, the lions in this one, and the wolf's in this one. Yeah. They're both the lions are jerks nice. to each other, oh, yes. except They're for not. this one. Yeah, but yeah, uh, okay, yeah, except they should you, be all nice. Every animal think should be nice. Because like, what's the point of it being a lion then at that point? Okay, <laughs> yes, yeah, that, that's true. There's right, no, yeah, there's no point in being a lion. So the next one is an interesting one because the moral is one that I don't understand at all. <laughs> okay. Um, but it's one that I think I've heard before. I've heard the title at least. It's called The Gnat and the Bull. And I said it earlier in, in the, yeah. the podcast, but it's called The Gnat and the Bull. I feel like that's familiar to me too. The, the moral is you're probably not that important. Ouch. Okay. That ASAP. is not a moral of a story. That's, that's not a moral. That's just a depressing like – probably fact yeah <laughs> like i mean but yeah, that, and that so and the 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 little image at the bottom makes a little more sense but it's still a little weird it mm-hmm. the quote changes and says some men are more conse- are of more consequence in their own eyes than in the eyes of others okay so that's basically so it's being it. full of yourself yeah it's like basically don't you're, like some people think they're more important <laughs> than they are yeah but b- yeah. boiling it down to you're probably not that important takes the people that are full of themselves and gives them the moral correctly, but takes the people that aren't and tells yeah. them that they're shit. Yeah, they're <laughs> they aren't worthless, worth anything. Yeah. Well, mental health wasn't as big of a deal in 350 BC as it is now. <laughs> there was no, like, bell let's talk for Aesop. Like, I think he was just like, I don't care. Like, we're all going to die, aren't <laughs> yeah. we? Aesop seems like he's got a very negative view of the world. Most of these 
aren't very positive. Yes. Like, I don't know why you're telling kids these. Because, like, if you're <laughs> trying to, like, teach adults this stuff, like, don't say it in terms of animals. Like, give it real-world examples so they can be like, yeah, I'll yeah. look out for that. If you're trying to teach people things. Self-help if books. To, if you're trying to teach kids these lessons, that's that's just wrong. Like, most of these lessons kids shouldn't know. Yes. Excuse me, I think. So, anyway, let's hear the story. I, I have no idea All what right. this could be. Maybe the gnat steps on the bull, or the bull steps on the gnat, and then it's like, yeah, you're not important. <laughs> okay. Uh, a gnat settles down on the horn of a bull. After a while, the gnat decides to fly off. Before leaving him, he asks the bull if it's okay for him to leave. The bull didn't even notice the gnat, so replies, I don't know you. I, I did not know you had come, and I shall not miss you when you go away. <laughs> that is not a story. <laughs> Aesop's got to be right in these five minutes. Like, he, he like... He really is riding off the success of the tortoise and the hare. I'm going to assume he that was, was his first one. He, he was in, like, the Coliseum back then, and he was the hitting Coliseum. on a girl. Like, yeah. sitting next to her, right? In the mm-hmm. Coliseum. He was like, hey, uh, you know, he's talking, talking her up. She's not responding mm, to him. But he thinks he's talking her up, right? Yeah. And then he he's got moves. He's like, so you want to hang out sometime? She turns around, and she says, you talking that, to me? Those exact, those <laughs> yeah. exact words, I think, I had no idea you were here, and they will <laughs> yeah. not notice when you leave. Yeah. You are of no consequence. I did not know you had come, and I shall not miss you when you go away. And he just stands up, <laughs> walks out, and writes a book about it. He's like, well, there's some motivation. Man. That's Aesop's think, life. Could you imagine Ace- if you were subjected to that, where you like had to live life, but everything, you had to figure out how to write a story about it? Yeah, I think Aesop's a really, he's a tragic character. I mean, he (laughs) existed, but I just think he's honestly a tragic character. Because you just, if you take more than a a child's, like, view of this, and you think of it like an adult man writing this for, like, I would imagine for children, it's just very sad, you know? Yeah, Yeah. it's disappointing to see Aesop's talents be wasted. (laughs) I don't think he had, I I don't know how much talent Aesop had, (laughs) because his stories aren't that good. So there are... Obviously, that was a direct quote when he said, I, I don't care, like, whatever, I, I didn't Someone said that here. to him, yeah. yeah. That was a direct quote from the story. Oh, I, I, I mean, thought, But I, from what I was going to say but... is that these are summaries from the story, so they're not, like, exact retellings of how the story went. Maybe they're nicer in the, in the actual, like, text. I but, don't think so. But the summaries make it seem like there's no way that he could be writing something yeah, I, sympathetic I, towards children. <laughs> it's I just, don't know. If this was exactly, uh, I don't know. I just feel like these summaries are pretty on the nose because the tortoise in the hair is not that long. It's not like it's like a 200-page yeah. epic where we're reading about like yeah. the story. <laughs> it's like these summaries are pretty much like half of what an actual Aesop fable is. So, I don't All know. Right. Let's, let's move on to the next one. Next one is going to be The Crow and the Pitcher. The moral is, there's always a way. Um... A crow dropped the, the pitcher, pebble. In- the pitcher is a pitcher of water. I, mean, I didn't think of baseball pitcher, considering yeah. baseball wasn't invented <laughs> until, like, the 1800s. So. It could be, <laughs> like, like, a fancy old word, you know? It could be. I imagined a like water a pitcher. pitcher. Somebody th- that cleans out toilets, maybe, and the crow sure. happened to see him. It, maybe. Yeah. Uh, but no, it is stuff, a pitcher yeah. of water. Great. I think a crow, they, they like to collect shiny things, so I think this crow dropped a shiny thing into the pitcher of water. And then was like, oh, no, what do I do now? And then had to figure out how to get his shiny thing out of the pitcher. That is... And, oh, sorry. Go, right. go ahead. And, I was just gonna say, and, the, and then he probably does it, I would imagine, in the end, somehow, by, like, trying to be... Like, by, like, knocking the pitcher over or something like that. Okay, that's not true. But it okay. is very close with okay, the, I'll take the stones or pebbles or shiny things, right? I, crows do love shiny things. It's more about the fact that he's thirsty okay. than anything else. He wants water. Oh, so okay, keep going. 
A thirsty crow comes across a pitcher, which had which had been full of water, but when he puts his beak into it, the mouth of into the mouth of the pitcher, he cannot reach the water. He keeps trying, but then gives up. At last, he comes up with an idea. He keeps dropping pebbles into the pitcher. Soon, the water rises up to the top and is able to quench his thirst. Mm. See, now that one's not that bad. That was fine. I because mean, there's no other animal that can be mean. Yeah. Only the crow could be mean, and the he crow just, has probably no dialogue. He's probably the just crow's just solving the problem creatively. It doesn't teach a lesson, though. I mean, I guess the DG is not to give up right away. There's always like, a way. That was the moral, which is like, okay. I mean, is that always true? Perhaps. <laughs> is there yeah, always a way? Yeah, true. That's that's yeah. not always a productive way of thinking. I think I think this that could is, be a really bad way of thinking sometimes. I think basically don't give up right away because the 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 yeah. crow could have been like ah oh, dang or maybe something like dire circumstances lead to ingenuity. I don't know. That sounds a bit more dark for a child to learn, but I mean. Yeah, but I mean that's that. I think that's that the more likely moral. I mean, one of his was like, "You're not important. You should kill yourself." So. I mean, <laughs> See, so, I mean, but then dire... this quote down here in the image, it's got a crow on a branch, and it says, little by little does the trick. So they changed it. Again, it's pulled off of Google Images probably, so a mm-hmm. different interpretation. But that mm-hmm. one's not good either. That one's worse than the, the first one. You could have a monkey write on, like, a an iPhone, like, like text on an <laughs> iPhone, and have autocorrect fix it so it's actual <laughs> words, and have it be completely random, and someone could find meaning from it. So I don't think Aesop is some genius over here. No. I, I think, think Aesop could... wrote a lot of stories, and people were like, he had to be good. This is how English teachers make a living. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like, we used to call AP uh, la- uh, Lit, AP Literature, which is a class I took in high school, AP Bullshit, because it's such a, just, you just kind of have to make up whatever you think the teacher wants to hear. Yeah. You know? And it's always different. Like, I, I when I took AP Lang, my teacher hated my writing. Yeah. And then I took, well, I also took AP Lit, and she hated my writing. And then I went to college, and my professor loved my writing, like, mm-hmm. gave me, like, the best scores on my essays. And I wrote the exact same way I wrote in high school. And I'm like, yeah. how is this fair that I got C's and D's in high school? Well, I didn't get D's in English classes, but I got Flex. C's. I got both C's in those classes. And I yeah. was, like, pissed off because I was like, I don't know. I did the work. Like, that was the class I actually did the work for, and I couldn't get it in a B even. So yeah, I mean it's basically just whatever you, you can interpret things from anything is basically what I'm saying. That's the moral of my story of this yeah. podcast because you're gonna have to like if we're going for morals here, you got to get a moral out of our podcast out of anything <laughs> yeah. that you read. Maybe Aesop was just bored and writing stories about animals. I don't know. Did he actually try to like make meaning out of these, or did um, people read them later and were I, like these are what I these morals are? Realistically, he did, but yeah. people interpreted it like if you they go too far. and you look up the tortoise and the hare. Hmm. Well, maybe not that one, but maybe another one. I guarantee you there are hundreds of articles that have hundreds of different morals coming out of mm-hmm. those stories. And yeah. probably none of them were the ones Aesop was thinking of. Maybe he was just writing to, like, vent. That's know? what I'm saying. Yeah, because yeah. some girls call CM broke his heart, so he just wanted to say but that nothing But he always matters. came back on the story, though, you know? Like, mm-hmm. it always seems like there was, like, well, maybe not in the gnat and the bull. Yeah. That one just that seems just like dark. it was, like, he got rejected and he was mad. Yeah, uh, yeah life, doesn't, <laughs> life doesn't matter and you're of no consequence to yeah. anyone so yeah yeah anyway you want to go into the next one yeah let's uh let's make this the last one okay um the ants and the grasshopper the ants plural plural okay i was gonna say did you mean to say that yes um the moral is work hard and play hard the That's other the other one 
that is more specific is there's time for uh, work and there's time for play. Okay. I'm going to, uh, I think that the ants, they're traditionally hardworking. They build their little ant hills. So they were working hard and building their ant hill, tirelessly carrying stuff back and forth. And the grasshopper was like, what y'all doing? And they were like, oh, like just doing our jobs. Like we do this all the time. We don't really take breaks. And he's like, why don't you take a break? Like we don't do that. And then eventually they let, learn how to let loose and have fun. Which is like that would be a mor- nice story to, to read. I think <laughs> you that's, think. Also, that's also the moral. Stories, yeah. That's also the moral of like every like Hallmark movie where there's like yeah. one like stuck up business person who's like, I can't, I don't have time for Christmas. <laughs> I'm, I'm you know, a proposal due at twelve <laughs> midnight tonight, and then some hunky dude comes into town who used to go to their high school and teaches them how to love and make time <laughs> for family during Christmas. Which is yeah, see, like that's that's even happier than any the, anything Aesop's written. But I think Hallmark Aesop, movies have. Hallmark movies have more potential to teach you things than a Aesop fable. So, yeah, anyway, this one's, this one's a little morbid uh, okay. if you think about it and you care about grasshoppers. Eh. Um, the story is a grasshopper spends his summer singing and dancing while while a team of ants has worked hard some, all summer collecting food mm. oh. <laughs> for the winter. He doesn't understand why the ants work so hard. When winter comes, the grasshopper finds himself dying of hunger and sees the ants serving up food to survive. He then oh. understands why the ants are working so hard. I don't think the ants are serving up food to him. No, oh, it doesn't seem like I think like he's it. just starving to death. Yeah, I think he's, he's dying. he's going to die. And they're all eating, and he's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, dang, I probably should have like, done He's like, oh, something. okay, I see now. <laughs> and then he dies. Grasshoppers are bigger than ants. I feel like the grasshopper could have just killed a couple ants and like, oh, yeah. established dominance and stolen their food. Maybe not, but. Yeah. Hundred percent, but Aesop I, wasn't thinking. He got to. He's, he's got to find some new animals to write about. Aesop thought that donkeys ate meat, so I don't think he really knew <laughs> the anatomy. He wasn't any Charles Darwin out here. He didn't know. He's like, well, that's the ants' food. The grasshopper can't eat the ants. I mean, you can't steal unless you're one of the, the other animals in my yeah. story, like a lion that's, who steals food. Grasshoppers <laughs> don't steal in this universe. They steal in, in the other universe. Aesop universe. <laughs> Aesop's universe is all sorts of goofed up. I don't think he's teaching anything <laughs> to anyone anymore. That one annoys me. But yes, yeah. I see where you could try to create a lesson from that in terms of oh probably shouldn't have goofed around all summer and then you die so yeah it, but if we listen to aesop also that grasshopper's life had no consequence and no one cared about him so it's probably for the best that he died so yeah but I, I think about it as like a human standpoint like usually in that type of story where like the one grasshopper's having fun it's almost like what you were saying like we're like eventually the other person has fun too or like mm-hmm they learn to love the small things or something like that. Like mm-hmm. that's a simple one. But in Aesop's, he's always like, Mm-mm, they're going to die because of their consequences and their actions. Like mm. that one's going to die. And that's how life goes. That's, <laughs> yeah, like, I guess mm, that's not how you teach children. That's its Aesop. nature. I guess. I don't know. That's it's, I don't know. Aesop was crazy on there. Do you have anything else you wanted to talk about this? Cause I have an option for what we could do here at the end. Uh, yeah, let's let's do what you do. I want to make our own Aesop's fable in Ooh. like five minutes and try okay. to make it better. So, but we have to follow the style that Aesop does. But we want to actually teach a lesson. So let's put two animals here that would actually that are like that makes sense that could see each other. I think the crow was good. I think he had something with the crow going on there. The crow and the pitcher, but let's 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 do the crow and the dog or something like that. Or well, what you... could steal the crow's gems? Mm, <laughs> I like how we just raccoon, said that with raccoon. no context. Like, for context, <laughs> some crows do like pick up little gems yeah. and they like 
lay them out around. If someone if someone just started watching the podcast at like thirty five <laughs> minutes in and they heard, well, what if the coal got uh, the crow got his gem stolen? Who steals okay. a crow's? What gems? animal could steal a crow's gems? <laughs> you're just you're just now joining us <laughs> for some reason. Sorry. Okay. So <laughs> oh, I think a raccoon is a traditional thief ooh, animal because it looks like a bandit. A one. So the crow and the raccoon, I think, crow is the, the name of it. So yeah, this crow. Uh, has a hobby which is collecting shiny things right yes. that's probably its hobby and it collects them and it stores them in its little crow house which could be a nest i guess and in this nest i think this raccoon also lives right yeah he like hangs out in the tree and he sees all these shiny things when the crow's not there right does that make sense and yeah. he goes whoa all these shiny things are for me and he slowly starts taking them and the crow's like yo where's my stuff at yeah uh so the crow do you want to join in? Sorry, I feel like I'm oh, thinking. No, I'm, over I'm here. thinking. I'm thinking. So I, Sorry, I honestly, I was just looking up if that was actually a story already, <laughs> because I wouldn't doubt <laughs> okay, it. And I yeah. found some something called the crow and the raccoon, a suburban actually, fable. A suburban fable. Not okay. So that's new. Yeah. So I'm sorry if I'm stealing this from someone. Let me well, <laughs> let me let me finish off with this because we might have been copywriting from this man. Basically, the crow stakes out his nest, sees that the raccoon's stealing it, and he goes, "Hey, those are mine. And why are you taking those?" And the raccoon goes, "Oh no, I'm sorry. I didn't realize this was your home." I thought these were just hanging out here and it's a huge misunderstanding. And the crow goes, Oh, that's okay. I understand. I didn't really have any markings here. And oh, he I goes, hope you die. I... No, <laughs> it's gotta be he... no <laughs> I'm playing a, a new Aesop. We're done with Aesop. And the, <laughs> the, the raccoon returns all of the stolen things and says, I'm so sorry for the misunderstanding. And the crow goes, Hey, it's okay. Things happen. And then the story ends. Mm. And then you find out later that the raccoon was eating the gems because he thought. No, no, <laughs> no. And, that and that's happen. the consequence for stealing. <laughs> the world isn't. Yes. No, I think I think this doesn't have to be bad. I don't want Aesop yes. to create the stigma that all stories have to end poorly. I think because this is how real life goes, you know? Yeah. Like you're like clipping your hedges or something and your neighbor goes, hey, can those are actually on my property. You go, oh, sorry. It looks like they're on mine. That must have been a misunderstanding. He goes, hey, it's okay. Sorry. Yeah. I didn't know you didn't know. And then you move on. You don't do that anymore. Yeah. You know, I don't think most <laughs> thing ends with someone getting eaten or yeah. stolen or like murdered. I don't know. <laughs> and then the next time the neighbor clips his hedges, he drops the hedge cl- uh, clippers and cuts his leg off. Yeah. Yeah. Because That's he shouldn't have made a mistake. Story. <laughs> yeah. No, the neighbor would kill you before you had a chance to do anything. <laughs> you would come over there and slice your head. He would grab your own hedge clippers and cut your head off. <laughs> yeah. And then eat you because you the, didn't uh, give him a fair portion. For clarification, before we uh, end this off, the actual suburban fable of the crow and the raccoon is about uh, like the raccoon being a nocturnal animal and like disturbing the crow's sleep. Oh uh, no! I see, yeah. I didn't think about that enough. I don't. I yeah. <laughs> I'm not reading fables. I don't read about the crow and the raccoon. I just think it'd be. I like the crow idea because the crows are fun. Crows. Have you read the stories about how crows like give humans presents sometimes when they're when they feed them? Like they'll like if you feed oh, no. a crow, it'll sometimes bring back shiny objects to you Aww. because you're feeding it. Yeah, it's like awesome. That's so sweet. Crows are great. I think crows are slept on as one of the like the nicer and smarter animals. But anyway, I wanted to include the crow in there. Yeah. Do you have anything you want to end on on Aesop? Our um, time with Aesop. <laughs> more just acknowledgement of the fact that the stories have the same title. <laughs> yeah, I, I think that <laughs> he's not a creative man. I mean, obviously he's not a creative man because he. I think he writes these. I like. I just wrote that story in two minutes. I think Aesop <laughs> went about a similar fashion where he's like, uh, something just happened to me. Like maybe he went to like the store and something happened. He's like, I'll write a story about that. Who cares? Yeah. Life is pointless. I'm a gnat on a bull. He's, you know, he's <laughs> so, somebody drop a 
a bit of yogurt on the ground. He was like, and then, and then yeah. in his story, he killed that person. I think yeah. he's working <laughs> off his story, animal. The yogurt reanima- <laughs> reanimated and, and killed, killed him. him. I think Aesop's working through some stuff, and the way he gets it out is through writing these stories about animals. So it doesn't seem like he can be of any consequence. But I think Aesop's got some problems, so it's probably best that he got it out somehow. And if it's through terrible stories yeah. for children, then hey, more power I think, to him. I think the humans after him. Uh, discovering and teaching his writings are the ones that are in the, the wrong. They're the problem, yeah. yeah. But I, I also was just a misunderstood man who wanted to write for himself. I still don't think that gives him any like excuses for choosing such terrible titles for his books, <laughs> because yes. or his fables because they are terrible. He needs to be a bit more creative when it comes to that. Also, to be clear, we don't know the history of this. We're just guessing. Yeah, if you're an Aesop <laughs> fables, if, you're, uh, if you know Aesop's expert, life. Again, sorry for you, yeah. but you can correct us. If you... <laughs> but if you'd like to correct us, if you spent any... you have thirty minutes to get on the podcast and defend yourself. Oh, I'd love a I'd love a guest spot from Aesop. Yeah. That'd be great. We can get I Aesop think... on. Yeah, I I think that most people don't think of Aesop as a consequential figure, so I think they don't know the history. If you spend more than the, the like forty five minute podcast that we just did learning about Aesop, <laughs> then that's your fault. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> But if you anyway. have any external knowledge after or before this podcast of ASAP, sorry. That wasn't forced <laughs> upon you by a grade school teacher trying to teach you about life lessons that don't actually matter. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, All right. that's going to bring our conversation to an end. A kick, that was fun. Uh, conclusion. I had a lot of fun. I like the uh, little game we came up with. I'm glad we came up with that because it had some more interaction to it. Ma- Matthew, what did we learn from this podcast? What is our Aesop moral that we got from this? Did we did we learn anything today from our time uh, together? I think it's your uh, interpretation moral, how like everything is interpreted differently. I'd agree. A single teaching is not always the correct way. Yeah, I think so. I think that's our moral today. So thanks. Chew on that Aesop, you know. He's <laughs> yeah. rolling in his grave right now. Yeah, rolling in <laughs> his grave because we just figured it out. School. Um, <laughs> yeah thanks for watching uh this has been the brothers whim podcast you can follow us on uh twitter instagram at brothers whim uh youtube the brothers whim podcast um the clips episode for the last episode should be out soon should be out the same day as this episode so um check that out if you haven't seen the last episode and thank you all for watching thank you guys bye goodbye